your San Jose Sharks travel to Anaheim to, f- I guess, kind of finish a three-game road trip, even though they were in San Jose. Uh, we'll break down this one. A rough loss, a controversial loss, perhaps. We'll also break down the Barracuda and a lot more right now. Thanks for joining us here on Teal Town After Dark. Good evening, everyone. It is Friday night, January 6, 2023, and the San Jose Sharks lose in overtime to the Anaheim Ducks 5-4. to four. We welcome you to this edition of Teal Town After Dark. This is your live interactive Sharks postgame show and Barracuda show. We'll get to both games on tonight's show in just a moment, but of course, we want you to be a part of the show. This is an interactive experience, so... Join the conversation and chat with us and fellow Sharks fans all over the world in Sharks territory on the YouTube page or the app. Of course, follow us on the social Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud, Reddit, Discord, TikTok, and find everything at TealTownUSA.com. And if you feel like supporting the the podcast, Venmo us at TealTownUSA or use a Super Chat donation. And we want to say good evening to Mr. Ian Reed. Hi, bud. How's it going? It's going. Uh, hi, everybody. Hi, everyone. Uh, double check your mic. I think it sounds a little weird. I don't know if getting a little bit of a... Uh... Give me a second here. You're good. Uh, while you do that, we will say uh, to those of you who, uh, who are missing Brody's night shift, we do this after every game. So f- feel free on join, joining us and uh, being a part of the show. We'll get to your comments in the YouTube chat in just a little bit. So I know he said his thing was paused, and, and we're here to help to you get you through the frustration of this game. <laughs> like, like, my goodness. So, How about now? Uh, way better, bud. Thank you yeah. so much. It's good to, good to have you on. How are you doing tonight? Eh, it's, you know, it's <laughs> good. Good it's and bad. It's meh. It's smooth. All right. It's Ooh. whatever. So... Uh, let's get to this. Uh, she, she, well, the the chat's fire tonight already. So, uh, Big Bird, I waited all this time. They had all this time off, and this is the sh- hockey, the Sharks. This is a well-rested team. Can't wait to hear these excuses. <laughs> Won this game, but the NHL needed overtime. Uh, S is fixed. Uh, Bozosaurus, that offside call was a joke. Uh, Hurdle strikes again with another turnover. Uh, Rabby the daddy. Those linesmen need to be benched for a few games. So clearly offside. We'll get to that one as that was the tying goal. Um, you know, in a little bit. I mean, it's it's tough to call it, but there is some precedence into it, and the broadcast went over it tonight as well. So uh, let's get started with sharks and ducks. The sharks uh, off since. New Year's Day actually went home to San Jose for a little bit and then went down and guess what? They got a game to on Saturday night against Boston. Oh lordy, that'll be fun. Uh, but things got going really nice really early. You had Matt Nieto looking sharp, sharp as cheddar. He gets his seventh goal. Barabanov really looked like he was on his game tonight, Ian. Yeah, 
Yeah, uh, I mean, Barabanov is great. Um, he continues to be great. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it was a good setup for uh, Nieto's goal. I mean, Nieto um, has more goals now than at this point in the season than he had all last year. So I think that's, you know, that's a positive. I think, yeah, you know, Matt Nieto gets probably a justifiable amount of crap from this fan base, I think. But, um, you know, look, if, if he can increase that trade value, because I mean, that's, that's all you can hope for at this point now, right? It's just guys that are on the last year of their deal. Maybe they increase their trade value. Maybe, uh, maybe a contender takes a swing on them, whatever, for whatever reason, you know, you might want Matt Nieto on your team. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah. good for him. Yeah, good for him. He makes it one nothing, and then uh, about six minutes later, Stephen Lawrence tips in uh, Eric Carlson's shot. Uh, nice to see. Gajevich gets the assist on that one as well to make it two nothing. Carlson now uh, with a fourteen game uh, point streak. Uh, he's getting up there. I think the record now is seventeen games by a defenseman. I think by an, with at least one assist in there so uh he's on his way to uh potentially breaking records now yeah i mean look at eric carlson's had a hell of a season um there's just i don't think there's any way around it at this point like he's significantly leading all defensemen uh for points um i mean i don't i i know that he is a polarizing figure uh in this fan base and i'm sure you know it's it'll be like because this year it'll be oh you know the sharks would have had a better draft pick was it for eric carlson <laughs> so i mean i mean you, you can't win right um no. but, but you know it, it is what it is right it's like it's like oh yeah i don't know it's it's eric carlson everyone's gonna be mad at him for something uh, i'm sure that's what they're mad at him for now <laughs> of course how dare oh he's living good? up to his contract how dare he fucking screw our draft pick up <laughs> fuck that guy fuck that guy yeah that's that's I'm sure. I don't have to look at the chat. No. There. <laughs> it's going to be. <laughs> uh, you, you, you know, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, oh, I, I know how it's going to go. Oh, I'm, I'm not. I've been around this fan base <laughs> a little bit of time. Oh, man. But yes, Carlson extends his point streak to 14 games. And then just a few <laughs> seconds later, Sam McCarrick needs to do something. So he drops the gloves with uh, Jonah Gajevich in there. I, I thought Gajevich was, uh, kills him. Yeah, but yet it gets the Ducks going. Uh, after that, the, the Ducks outshoot the Sharks the rest of the period 7-2. Uh, you know, at the time it was 11-3 in the shot yeah. range in, you know, the the parade to the penalty box because, you know, we, we can't get their crap together. And, you know, Trevor Zegris does Trevor Zegris things. He gets his 11th and then Hurdle... What a shot off. by Trevor Zegers, dude. Like, oh, God. He... Not like I was surprised that he's only got 11 on the season. I mean, I know the Ducks are bad, and obviously, you know, so maybe I shouldn't be surprised, but I'm surprised like a guy like Trevor Zegers only has 11 goals on the season. It's it's sad. He's so good. <laughs> he He's a freaking magician, and, and uh, you know, I, I we got most of the series out of the way, so Zegers can go on and, and do his crazy – his craziness. I, I I don't think I've seen a Michigan yet, you know. Um, you know, and um, you know he does his things. 
cuts the lead down to one. Then the Sharks get into some penalty trouble. Hurdle goes off for removing Vetrano's helmet. You get uh, a double minor high stick for Lawrence high sticking J uh, Jacob Megan, his brother. Uh, thankfully, the Ducks power play sucks. Um, yeah. You know, so that gets gets you through it. Um, but then, of course, Strom gets a goal like late in the period. Uh, you know, uh, it, it's interesting to me. They have Strom, Vetrano, Zegris. Do we expect them to be a little bit better than they than they've been? Uh, I don't understand why they aren't. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I haven't watched the Ducks play enough outside of their games against the Sharks, so I don't really want to. You would think you would think that offense wouldn't be uh, as much of a problem for them as maybe it's been. Um, but I don't know. Again, you know, it's hard though when when you're a team that has given up as many goals as the Ducks have. Um, I think more than anyone else in the league. Like it's 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 deflating, right? I mean, we've watched the. We've watched the Sharks and at times where they can't get a save and it takes you out of a game really quick. Uh, and the Ducks, I mean, like, again, their their goal differential is just brutal. 162 goals against this year to 95-4. I mean, it's yeah, I mean, it's 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 hard when you're when you're constantly giving up goals. I think even, you know, it's it's it gets a little deflating after a while. And the Ducks have been bad, uh, you know, and that's based on what we've seen from them playing the Sharks this year. I haven't really watched them otherwise. I don't really go out of my way to watch bad teams play hockey unless it's the Barracuda. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're not wrong there. So tie it up at 2-2 after, after that. Then the second period, I thought the Sharks really dominated the second period. You know, and it showed in the shot meter 20-9. Uh, you get Meyer. Uh, originally, these two goals were credited to LeBanc. Now they finally adjusted it both. Meyer gets to his twenty second and twenty third. Uh, I'm surprised that he got the the second one. Like the first one, I thought what what was pretty sure was his. Just watching the replay. Um, but the second one, I'm surprised that Meyer got a tip on that. I have to go back and watch it again because I didn't see it. But I mean, good. I mean, good for good on LeBanc. I think LeBanc's had a really good year this year um, as far as, again, guys that have had kind of polarizing um, that are polarizing with this fan base. But I think Kevin LeBanc's had a pretty decent year of redemption for himself. I don't know if it's enough that, you know, is, is he still a guy that the Sharks might want to move? I'm not sure. Um, but I think I think he's had a pretty good year this year, um, especially considering how we ended last year um you know obviously new coach you get new opportunities but uh he couldn't you know he couldn't buy his way out of Buchner's doghouse last year so um I, I don't know I, I give Kevin LeBanc a lot of credit because I thought his years in Teal may be numbered and I'm not so sure anymore yeah he's really come on strong especially uh being put on that line with Meyer and Hurdle definitely fits in a lot better uh, than being on the fourth line where, you know, Bugner had him for, a, you know, a, a good chunk of last season before he got hurt. Uh, so nice to see. And, and, you know, you have LeBanc at what, you know, he's got this season and next season and then he's a UFA. Yep. So, you know, for a guy who's got a decent 
LeBanc, you know, a, a decent LeBanc, a, a decent contract <laughs> at 4.725 mil. I don't know uh, if it's decent. I mean, it's it's okay for what he's doing now, but I, I don't know. See, and that's the thing. That's the tricky thing too, right? Like, I don't know. I don't think the Sharks want to, like, I feel like there was a point where I thought the Sharks couldn't offload that contract quick enough. Um, now I wonder if they, if they take it into next year and then maybe try to move it next year instead of like, not that the sharks are going anywhere anytime soon, but I don't think they they want to, they, they'd probably have to retain salary on, uh, if they moved LeBanc now. And I don't know if that's the play. I, I, again, I know the sharks are supposed to be not great still, and they have a bunch of dead cap space anyway, but I don't know how much more they want to add to it. If that makes any sense, I don't no, know. I I get you because I mean you're sitting on you're sitting on Jones's buyout still. Um, of course, everybody's talking about oh, okay, you're buying out Vlasic. I mean, there's going to be that. I mean, how much more do you want to do? Uh, I don't know. Quite to be quite honest. So and don't forget Rudolph Spalser's one, which is still a head scratcher. Yeah, my... that's that's nothing though. True, but you know, so we'll see. I mean, it's who's definitely up their trade. Ricky asking who up their trade value more, LeBanc or Nieto? I mean, both really, probably. Yeah, I mean, both. I don't know. Again, it's hard because like Nieto's on the last year of his deal, so obviously that will make him far more appealing than LeBanc with the year left at four point seven. Um, I so I'm gonna say Nieto, I, even though I think LeBanc's been really good. I just don't think. It's still it's that's there's no no one has cap space right now like teams that are looking for players don't have a ton of cap space. So I don't think anyone's going to want to take that whole deal on for a whole for an extra year. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, completely. So I, I honestly I think both of them have you're not going to get the same value. Out of, out of, you know, if you were to remove LeBanc, I think you get a little more trade value with him versus Matt Nieto. Um, you know, so we'll see. It's going to be in these next two months, Ian, are going to be very interesting as to see what who stays, who goes, and, and what are they going to do, you know? Um, and it depends on who needs what. Like, uh, like AJ's putting in here, you know, who's more appealing, who needs offense, and who needs a, a solid peak here who can have a bit of a scoring touch. So, yeah, I don't know. I I, th- I just think like, again, like, I, I don't think this deadline is going to be super exciting. And I say that and, you know, teams will find a way, but I just sure everyone is so capped out that I just, you know, like a lot of teams are like using trying to use like IR to kind of, you know, just to kind of stay, stay even. I don't I, I wonder if this is going to be a really, really quiet trade deadline. Or could it perhaps be one where you retain salary to make it even sweeter to get? But something? even yeah, but then you're not you're not taking on extra years, right? You're just taking you're taking pure rentals at that point. You're not going to take anyone with with term. That's true, and, and not the least of which, you know, you you have to figure out Timo in that in that form too. But uh, I digress. Getting back into it, so Timo makes it three two. Then Mason McTavish with one of those stanchion goals that just happens to go right on his stick. Hey, Kockinen, Kockinen made a, a, a big save originally, but um, it goes in to tie up at three. When... Yeah, I mean, again, <laughs> I, I, 
<laughs> some goalies just shouldn't try to play the puck, and Kapokakinen is one of them. Um, I don't. I I I don't want to. I'm not going to pin this game on him specifically, but he's done nothing to change my opinion on him. I don't think he's particularly good, and I and I'm glad he's only on for another year. And for that matter, I mean, yeah, I I I lost my train of thought there, but it's just like he hasn't convinced me that he is the number one goalie in the future. I think it's. I mean, at this point, it's a stopgap. I I don't. I mean, I don't see it. But I mean, I'm. You know, there are people that still do. I don't see it. Um, And it's just because I hate goalies, of course. So of course, whatever. Uh, So that made it three threes. And then Meyer gets credit for the tip goal, which we aren't sure. I thought that was a little bank one time where that went in. That was just 14 seconds after it tied it. Oh, beauty of a shot! Great setup by Matt Benning there, but. But Matt Benning. Matt Benning giveth, Matt Benning taketh away. There you go. Thank you. And he, he gets it taken away later on. Uh, now let's get to the controversy at hand. Uh, McTavish scores to make it 4-4. Uh, a lengthy review on a ch- on a coach's challenge by David Quinn, who was 3-for-3 three three, mm-hmm. uh, going into the, tonight's game on challenges. Um First off, I know you were going back and forth between the Sharks and Cooter. Did you see see the review, and what did you think of, of the call? So at first, when I saw the play, I'm like, this is clearly offside. This is a mile offside. Like, what is taking so long here? Right. Um, but because this is tag up offside and blah, 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 if, I understand. I I don't like the call, but I understand how they got there. Because what they're saying is because when who had the puck crossing the line? Fowler. Fowler. Okay, so they're saying when Fowler crossed the line with the puck, he wasn't like if he was touching because he wasn't touching the puck when before dude gets his foot back on tag before dude can tag up. That's that's what they're saying, and and I kind of get that. I kind of understand it. I I understand the principle behind it. I don't like it. I, I I feel like offside should be this super easy cut and dry thing, and they just Creep. make it more complicated as they go to try and I don't know to to make it more complicated for the sake of complication. Reading the rule, I understand how they got there. I don't like it. I still think it's kind of dumb. I, I'm not like, but I can understand how they got there. I'm less, right. I'm less mad about it now than I was when I initially watched it. I don't know. I don't like, again, I think they've, they've added all these things to offside to make it just as confusing as humanly possible. Um, so I understand how they got there. I don't like it. I mean, the, the, <laughs> the, the, the play itself is hilarious because like they come in and then, he shoots through four sharks basically all the sharks converge on the shooter but no one can block the shot and Kakinen can't make a save um so the, the the goal itself is hilarious in itself but then to have it have that offside review and have people you know a lot of people are really pissed and i i get it i understand it's... like my initial my initial look on it when i saw it originally was that is such cut and dry offside but the yeah. takeoff fight the, the Again, the way they 
the way they've had to convolute offside so much with the tag up offside and you know oh is it is it just covering the plane is the skate on the ice like it i feel like the rules change every two years on offside i don't like it i think i i can understand why why quinn is upset about it um i understand why sharks fans are upset about it but i can kind of i kind of see how they got there so i'm kind of indifferent to it now so if you're expecting it an epic Ian rant about this. I apologize for disappointing. No, I I get it because it's it's one of those ones that's like, oh wow, this is completely outside, you know, uh, no way that's a goal, like you were. I and mean, that then after they I, I explained when, it, they, when they called yeah the, when they when they when they when they ref made like when they made the announcement. I think I'd, like my Twitter was just how in capital letters exclamation mark like. But yeah. once explained it and then going and taking a look at the role and yeah, I, I see how they got there. I don't like it again. I, I think it's I, simple things made complicated. It's similar to uh, the goal that Kale McCarr had in the playoffs last year where he didn't touch the puck until it got over the blue line. Uh, and then they called it okay, um, which I was like, how is that possible? But now that they've had precedence, you're going to see this happen a lot more, unfortunately. Uh, nonetheless, Anaheim ties it up 4-4. Overtime happens. Hurdle loses a puck battle along the boards. It gets you know, brought up to McTavish, who had, I think he had a 4.9, if I'm not mistaken. Gets it to Terry, feeds it to Klingberg. Good night. Drive home safely. Have fun at Disneyland. I think it's open for another two hours. Go get another churro. Uh, Ducks win 5-4. And, and freaking Anthony Stolarz does it to the Sharks again. No, I mean, Anthony Stolarz wasn't good. Did he do it to the Sharks, really? Or did the Sharks do it to themselves? Well, I mean, 37 saves on 41 shots. I mean, he had a little bit to do with it. But was he is classic stealing the game, you know, classic Stolarz versus the Sharks? No. No, I, mean, I don't think was... he was that. I don't think he was like, yeah, I mean, okay, fine. Yeah, 37 saves is is a good night, but I don't, I don't know. I didn't think like the, the Sharks didn't get goalie. I, I, no, I'm no, they that. didn't. No. Uh, I'm not hearing it. No. Uh, they blew a 2 nothing lead. Uh, they go, they were going into this game 9-1-2 and two, leading after two periods. They were, they're now nine, one, and three. They're now eight, eight, and four when scoring first. <laughs> I mean, it's just ridiculous. And Anaheim's allowed four goals in every game this season against the Sharks. So it's not that they're killing, there's not getting dominated with the goalie, but they're, the Sharks are just trying to find a way, just yeah. found a way to, to lose this one. And now they get on the plane and head back to San Jose tonight and hope to make it before curfew and, and play Boston tomorrow. Oh, the joy. Um, a couple of things on here. Uh, mm -hmm. AJ mentioning, you know, I thought Roxy did great tonight. Sharks consider locking him up to succeed Randy when he's ready to call it a career. Um, you know, uh, Roxy actually filled in for Dan Rusinowski when Dan Rusinowski had his car accident back in 2000. I uh, did a great job with radio calls. And as I teased on Twitter, uh, he was one of my line mates when we played adult hockey together. 
uh, in 2002. We uh, we worked together, or excuse me, 2001. Uh, we when we worked together with the uh, XFL San Francisco Demons. So, so, there so there there's got. But Roxy did a great job tonight. I I know you watch here and there, so appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, great job, uh, Sharks fans. Thank you for being a good play-by-play announcer. Um, uh, some of the comments from the locker room uh, from Quinn. I liked a lot of our game tonight, but I think, but I, I think we thought it would be easy. They get a lucky bounce, a goal that was offside. We gave away two points. Yeah, I mean, like this. This loss tonight was a hundred percent self-inflicted. Yeah, we we uh, team of Meyer. We j- find ways to give them chances, even though we outplayed and outshot them. We just find ways to lose. We have plenty of chances. We could have had one or two more. Uh, LeBanc, uh, everything was there, defense and offense. It comes down to finishing and getting the two points that, and we didn't. Was the defense there though? Because I don't think Hapukakinen was good tonight, but man, his defense did him no fucking favors. No. No. Like, was the defense good? Really? Really? I don't think so, but eh, okay. <laughs> sure. Uh, sure, Jan. Uh, from Timo, we need we have, to, <laughs> we have to do more to help the team win. Yeah, I knew I tipped both of the both of Kevin's goals. Good plays by him to get to the puck to the net. So Timo's Yeah, Kevin sure. LeBanks, like I said, Kevin LeBanks had a good year. Yeah, and, and that whole line's been clicking. You, you know, mm-hmm. we thought we might have missed a little bit with with uh, Barabanov going to the uh, second line, but you know. Yeah, I leave Barabanov with Hurdle. So we'll see. Or with Meyer, yeah. Oh. Like, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Meyer said we were pretty sure it was offside, but they have all the angles, and it's not for me to judge. Wait, way to get around that. That fine. Yeah, don't get a fine. Good job. It's just frustrating to lose another we had. Yeah, I completely concur on that one. Yeah, like again though, like so even if you don't like, even if you don't like the offside call, right? But it's like that's not the story. You can make it the story if you want, but I don't think that's the story. No, I mean yes, it is the tying goal, but as we've heard that word demoralizing come through. this team many times this year you can't let that get to you you got to go out and get hungry your sharks for fucking sakes so uh we'll we'll put uh we'll put a uh close <clears throat> to this one unless you had any final thoughts on the sharks game no all right let's move when the lo- sharks do bad it's bad there we go there we go you need right, to win right now i mean it's you know hey we'll, we'll get to how good it can be let's let's <sighs> just say you know I mean, but yeah, they picked up a point. Come on, guys. Speaking of picking up points. Ooh, Barracuda. Your San Jose Barracuda were in Ontario tonight taking on the rain. And uh, uh, Ian, all all I'm going to say is Thomas Bortolo. Yeah. uh, (laughs) It's funny. I know because I was. I, I dragged the Barracuda earlier. I'm still I'm still <laughs> smarting from the eight game losing streak they had. But actually, last couple of games they have been actually pretty good. Uh, they um, they beat the Henderson uh, Silver Knights last uh, what, 
couple days ago in overtime. Uh, and tonight they played the Ontario Reign, a team that has, for the most part, had their number this season. Um, but Aaron Dell, I thought Aaron Dell had a really, really, really good night. Uh, Thomas Bortolo with two goals. Um, and they, uh, you know, a couple of first goals too, uh, a couple of first HL goals for um, Darren Brady and Will Rydell. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Scored uh, scored goals, uh, their first AHL goals, which is nice to you know nice to see guys get on the board like that, especially um, guys that are you know PTO guys. So to have them kind of get to have that moment's really cool. Um, I thought the Barracuda played good tonight. I mean, for the most like there was there was parts of the game where I thought they you know they they really hung with the with the rain, which they've had trouble doing this season, um, and. You know, Cal Pedersen was in the net for the, the rain who I, you know, he's had his struggles this year, but obviously he's overall, I think is still a pretty good goalie, even though he's kind of struggled this year. Um, you know, the Barracuda, they, they held their own. I mean, you know, some, some of the same stuff that we've been talking about for a while, they kind of got, you know, they got into a little bit of penalty trouble where they ended up um, paying for it because the rain would uh, score goals, but they ended up scoring on their own power play. Again, Thomas Bortolo um, with two really nice goals, one from a ridiculous angle. I don't know how he scored it um, from behind the goal line. And then another one where he just ripped the shot right in. Excuse me. Sorry. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I thought, you know, I, as much as I could glancing back and forth and trying to keep up with, um, what was going on in the, the Sharks game and the Barracuda game. But I thought the Barracuda played a really good game tonight, and they are now on a two-game winning streak. Um, Ryan Merkley didn't play this game. Uh, I guess he is on the trip, um, so it'll be interesting to see if he um, gets into a game or if they decide that um, they just don't feel like playing him. I mean, right now it's it's working. They've The last two games they haven't that Merkley hasn't played in. They've won. I don't think there's any causation there. I, I know some people are going to be like, oh, see, they took him out of the lineup. The Barracuda are great now. Um, <laughs> I, I don't... I, I don't think there's I don't think there's causation there. I think overall I thought they played a good game. Um, I, I said they did get in a little bit, bit of penalty trouble, but not nearly the same amount of penalty trouble that we've seen them get in at other points this season. Um, so I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how they... Um, how they get going. Cause I think their next game is, is against Coachella. Yeah. The next two are in Coachella Valley. Yes. And Coachella Valley is really, really good. So I'm, I'm curious to see how, if the sharks can kind of hold their own against uh, Coachella Valley. Um, I, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how they, how they do. Um, if they can play a similar game to tonight and not just parade to the penalty box and they can get, Good goaltending, which I thought Aaron Dell was so good tonight. Um, after having um, a little bit of up and down lately, I think with Aaron Dell, uh, but tonight he was he was he was on top marks for Aaron Dell. Yeah, twenty. See, I like goalie sometimes. <laughs> sometimes he says twenty-eight saves on thirty shots for Aaron Dell, yeah. as as uh, Ian mentioned. Also, Bortolo with two goals, seven shots, a plus one. Oh man, seventeen goals on the year. I, I I would have to think if um if there's gonna be an all star for the CUDA, it's gotta be Bordelo at the very least. 
Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bortolo for sure. Uh, you could probably make a case for William Eklund too, who also uh, has a ton of points. Although Bortolo has goals, uh, Eklund has a ton of assists, though. So. Yep. So uh, they beat the Rain four to two. They mm-hmm. play Saturday night at six in Coachella Valley, and then they'll actually get a couple of days off, I guess, in SoCal, and then play another set of back-to-backs uh, Tuesday at Coachella Valley. Then the next night on Wednesday, the eleventh. They'll be in San Diego to take the goal, take on the San Diego goals. Yeah, so. the the goals. I mean, the goals are a team that they should beat every time. Um, but they're going to be in tough against Coachella because Coachella has just done mean and unspeakable things to them this year. Yeah. So uh, that'll be an interesting one. It'll be. Uh, we'll get through that, and um, are, for sure, where you're going on Sunday. Maybe. Sorry? For sure you're going on Sunday with uh, AJ and Jerk? Yes. Okay. Yes. So uh, bonus Ian Reed coverage on Sunday night with the Pucknologist. Uh, so make sure you uh, check out that as well. Uh, moving onward, I um, you know, we'll we'll talk about uh, the World Juniors and, and why the Sharks should tank for Bedard. I mean, he had a hell of a hell of a tournament. Uh, so did Philip Bystat. Uh, yeah, yeah. Philip, you said um, had a really good like. I think for for a guy that we were all kind of like eh, about when he was drafted, um, I think there's a decent player there. World Juniors are tricky, and I think World Juniors. I love World Juniors. Don't get me wrong. Like this was this is one of the three highlights of like hockey highlights of the year for me. World Juniors, Stanley Cup playoffs, Memorial Cup. Um, so it's it's in like the the big three for me. Um, but I think sometimes people overvalue the tournament a little bit as far as like, oh, well, this guy did really good in the World Juniors, so he's going to be a superstar. Um, but no, I thought, um, but yeah, Philip B said I really liked his play. I thought he did really good for Sweden, um, who had a pretty up and down tournament. Um, obviously, they didn't medal, uh, lost uh, that crazy game with the Americans uh in the bronze medal game. Um full marks to Czechia though. Uh oh man. Czechia was just like they were they were like a dangerous team all through the tournament. Um obviously I think Canada probably took them a little okay a lot too lightly uh when they played them <laughs> to open the tournament. Um but like I, I thought they were Czechia was an interesting like they were they were the team that I really didn't want to see again because I feel like they were just they had that upset potential to kind of just upset anyone and they kind of did we kind of saw it so so a good a good tournament all around for sharks wise I mean Ben Goudreau was a backup uh, he was a starter early on but uh, uh, I, my my mind is blanking you know on uh, <laughs> on who the Canadian goaltender was but uh they get the job uh, done. Village. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so, good tournament all around. Connor Bedard, yeah. Um, yeah, didn't... Connor Bedard, uh, <laughs> I've, I have come around on the Connor Bedard is generational. Uh, <laughs> I, I've I've come around. Yeah, no, he, he lit it up, and I'm like, oh, okay. Now I see why everybody's on Team Tank. <laughs> Indeed. So, a quick review on that. Uh, it, it, you need to save some for technologists. Uh, I do, yeah. Know, okay. 
don't worry, he will. It'll be fine. Uh, real quickly before we get out of here, of course, we want to send congratulations to Eric Carlson, who'll be making his seventh trip to the All Star Game. Uh, my question to you is, Ian, mm-hmm. you know, along with along with the uh, you know, so every team got a representative. Even though the Sharks are one of the worst teams in the league, shouldn't Timo Meyer be in here? Over Eric Carlson? No, no. But I mean, in, in, with the three, with the three people that can uh, jump in uh, with oh, the vote. Oh, I thought you meant like should Timo Meyer be there instead of Eric Carlson? I'm like, no, that is. Uh... Oh no, 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 no. Okay. Um, ah, it's hard. I don't know, man. Fan vote, whatever. I'm over it. Like I just, it's the All Star Game. I don't care. Like uh, I don't. I, I wish. I wish I could give you like a, a better answer. I just. I don't care. It's the All Star Game. But that's the opinion I want to hear, and that's and that's fine by me. I, I to me, it's going to be tough because you could put in Drysidle, you can put in Nugent Hopkins, you can. I mean, I would love for Timo to be there, but it, it it's tough to when you when you make the vote like this because who knows you know, you know. It's it's tough. Uh, what what can you do? And I don't it's, I don't know who go, which goalie you put in for the second spot because it's like what Skinner. I I know Roxy Bernstein was getting crazy about uh, Copley for LA, but I mean, I, yeah, if yes, Copley would be interesting. I don't know. I don't know who else you could put in there. Reimer. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that'd be I a little know. tough. So. It's hard because, like, there's really, like, none of the Pacific goalies have been super crazy. Like, you've, you've seen flashes of brilliance. Like, I think. Exactly. Maybe. Like, I, and because it's voting, like, I could see a guy like Markstrom getting in. Yeah, Markstrom, I, I guess. I mean, I, I can't see Skinner or Campbell. Um, no, <laughs> Jack Campbell's not. I mean, play. if Demko was healthy, maybe, but yeah, he's Demko been rough. Too. I always, anytime there's voting, like especially like in a division like this, I kind of just be like, okay, so which Canadian team members are, are like players on Canadian teams are getting in, right? So, it'll be interesting to see how that works out. You can vote online and the NHL's website to get uh, Timo in, Drysital, Pavelski, Burnsy, you know all your favorites in there so with that though i think uh, oh jacob no 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 i mean I, you could i look at if, if fans want to vote martin jones in the all-star game that's fine but go look at his save percentage that's all i'm gonna say no people no <laughs> But uh, in case you missed anything or you want to watch this again, check us out on tealtownusa.com or your favorite podcatcher, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Odyssey. Of course, you're watching us on YouTube. Come on, 15 likes. Let's get that higher, folks. Hit that like button. While you're at it, hit that subscribe button. Uh, over 2,900. Let's get the 3K before the season gets over and done with. Of course, hit that notification bell. That'll let you notify uh, you when you we go on the air. Yeah, or me, or you, or uh, whoever. It might notify everyone. It'll, it'll notify whoever has hit the bell. That's right. So hit that bell. So 
All right. Uh, Ian Reed, thank you so much as always. Your final thoughts, where the people can find you, and holy crap, it's Boston, and they're traveling from Anaheim tonight. Yeah, Boston's been... I'm 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 curious. I'm I'm looking actually. I'm really looking forward to watching this game because I haven't really like Boston's been great this year, um, which I didn't expect at all. Um, so I'm curious to see why they are so good. And so he's at Ian Vlogs Hockey. I am at Ian Vlogs Hockey on the Twitter machine, right. and I promise I will be. I will have more energy tomorrow. I have been up since quarter to six today, so I am a little. Now you need to go to bed, as do I. I'm at Puckguy14 on the Twitter and Instagram. We'll be back with you following Sharks and Bruins. That is a Saturday night puck drop at 7:30. It is Next Generation Card Night. I'm curious if there's a Ryan Merkley card in there. Can't wait to find out. I will see you at the tank. Say hi. Uh, Landy will be here tomorrow. I hope. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, Who knows? The conversation continues over on the Discord, so check us out there, or else we're going to bed and might snore on on the voice chat. But until then, thanks for watching. Appreciate each and every one of you, and until Saturday night, keep it real. Keep it teal. Keep it real teal. Have a great night, everyone. Sharks lose 5-4. to four. Kuda win 4-2. to two. Good night. <laughs>